The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name is John. There's Brady. Brett. Big Dick Toledo hanging around here somewhere. We are ready to go for another glorious day here in paradise. Another uh, 81 degree perfect day. Uh, Brett went to the last spring training games yesterday and just basked in the beauty. It was a perfect day. I fell asleep. Uh, I was doing stuff and fell asleep in the grass in the backyard. It was a weird time. Just uh, I'll take a little break from the things I was doing. I laid in the ground, played with the dogs for a second. Next thing you know, my face is hot. I'm like, look, what's going on? I, am I asleep in the yard like a homeless? <laughs> sure was. It was great. It's a perfect day. So uh, and we got one more of those. Tomorrow's going to be cold. And it, I don't know what to expect anymore. I just I read an article about how California is now. And these people, I tell you what. I, we need to. We need to start. I, I'm, I'm always one of those people that rolls my eyes at uh, states that say they're going to secede and things like that. We need to start talking California into saying that more often. That was this wild, wet winter is more dangerous than the drought was. I'm like, oh my god, are you people ever happy? You got drought, you got water Last now. Half now we've got too much water. This is ridiculous. Mother Nature is just killing us. It's like, how come it's only you? I said, maybe you guys should look in the mirror. You're the biggest dicks in the world. Mother Nature is just picking solely on you. The largest reservoir in California is now full again. And they say, well, that's just, um, they just won't take we the We can't L. have they any sort of bitch about it. They, yeah, they have to, they're, they're just, a, they're an old lady. They yeah. just won't stop bitching. Well, that just proves our point. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, the extreme drought now to extreme wetness. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens when droughts get fixed. You shut up about it. They called it a lifeline. Mother Nature threw us a lifeline. But guess what? It won't last. They're also super negative. They just won't accept. Are the ocean stealing your beach? <laughs> right. Isn't it terrible that that's happening? That big wad of ocean just keeps touching our land. We've got to build a wall around it. Yesterday I saw another thing. I just laughed hysterically. Because I just, I'm starting to not buy in anything anymore. Uh, the, the article said 700 years of data points to Arizona having uh, future floods. What? Now we're having floods? You've got 700 years of debt. And this is climate change is expected to make Arizona's uh, winters wetter in the coming years. Expect that desert. Remember when they told us we were all going to die with no water? The new report is we're going to have so much water, it's going to change everything to be a watery place. I'm bringing more plants in. 
Yeah, start. Yeah, get some of those colorful plants. Those beautiful birds of paradise. Not yeah. the not the ones we have, like the authentic tropical ones. Not the Mexican ones. Those things are ugly. The tropical ones are beautiful. I'm gonna wash my car about three times a yeah. day. You know well, what the well, hell? Now we can look forward to that because no matter what it is, yeah, places like co- cobblestone and look. Oh, yeah. really? This is great <laughs> news. I think this is that moment that uh, the the uh, climate change people have to kind of take the loss and then do the best they can to say, all right, we got to restart here. Let's do a better job of selling our story. Quit telling everybody this is bad too. It's crazy. So much wetness. You know, that's just, but we, we keep saying it's extreme weather. Right. We have an extreme drought. Usually it seems extreme when it rains like crazy the next time because everything's so dry. So that makes sense to me. I get it. I ride my bike at, I'm no scientist, but I ride my bike at, uh, Piesta Squaw Peak, as I like to call it. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm riding around. If it uh, hadn't rained for a while and then it rains, uh, it runs real fast. Like I've noticed, I, I'm not, I, I just know that it looks a lot worse uh, when it's dry, when there's a little rain, because those trails just become waterfalls. Man, oh man, it's dry ground because this stuff's just flying by. And then, you know, I understand exactly why that is. It's because it hasn't rained for a few months. And then when it does, the ground goes, oh my God. So it seems extreme, but actually it's completely normal. It's completely and utterly normal. It's uh, California is that drama queen girl. She's super hot and you tolerate her for a while. But then, you know, I had a friend once who had a chance to have sex with a girl who was stellar. I mean, we all had our eyes on her. Every one of us was like, I've never seen a lower body like this. Like this was the butt of the century. Like she was just outstanding. And then my buddy had a chance to do it with her. And he went out with her a couple times, and he's like, and you could see it like she was in. Comes back a couple days later, and I'm like, all right, you got to kiss and tell. You got to let the boys in on the secret. And he's like, no, I didn't do it. I'm like, what? And this dude was a hound. I was wrong with him. He had sex with everything. And uh, and he said, I couldn't do it. I'm like, why? And he goes, too dumb. Everything that came out of her mouth was dumber than the last thing that she said. I, 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 I In the middle of making out, she said something. I'm like, okay, this is over. This is dumb. And I'm like, she, and she was dramatic and stupid. And he goes, so even the hottest girl, after a while, you're like, I don't want anything to do with you. You're just way, you're way too stupid. And even when you're went. hearing that, it's like, what? You still couldn't right. rally? I, know, I still I said that. I went on and done. I said, I said it to him too. I'm like, there's no, there's no dumbness that stops me from. And this least, did. And this, he's like, trust me. He said, you could. It's intolerable, the complaining and the stupidity and the nonsense that just killed everything. I'm like, no kidding. Uh, saw another guy she was with, uh, dated him for a year, and he told me similar things. He goes, it was uh, a, a, a monumentally stupid human being. I'm he like, dove oh. in for a year. Yeah, but he got in. Yeah, but he he was, <laughs> I'll tell you this, he was less likely to have that. You know, all the time you see a hot girl and an ugly guy and you think he's got a big one or money. What we need to start doing is going, maybe he's got a big one, maybe he's got money. She also might be intolerable, and this is the best she can do. Like, because she might be so stupid that the hot body is actually being trumped by dumb. Like, there is dumb. That is one thing women do well. They'll take a great-looking guy, and they'll dismiss him because he's really stupid. They make fun of it. We we, we have work to what? do there. We have work to do. Yeah, big, dumb meathead types. Like, Vin Diesel, I don't know that any woman is actually going to want to hang out with Vin. She might have sex with him because he's famous and rich and stuff, but I, I don't think... I think there's a reason Vin is... 
Drives fast cars. It's very rarely linked to a, to like Margot Robbie or like there's oh Vin Diesel's dating another uh, hot starlet. It doesn't happen. It's they found uh, out that uh, the character he's closest with is Groot. Right, he is Groot. Groot's actually his brain. Okay, I I I will try and blow your dumb tree stump ass. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna leave. So, good luck with all that uh, out there. But, yeah, California is the dumb girl. It's just so hot that eventually you're like, I'm not dealing with you anymore. I'd like you to go now. Complaining about drought for years. The state's burning. Everything's... And then you get rain, and it, it, you don't even allow it to be... You don't even take a second to enjoy it. Stop and smell the goddamn roses, California. You're having a nice winter, and it's fixing all your problems. It's not fixing anything. Now it's extreme wetness. Extreme wetness? Shut up. That's a flood. You're not. You're fine. Extreme wetness. Don't tell her about fentanyl. That's what you want from your hot girl. <laughs> what is she going to complain about? Or is it in the water now? Just, yeah. It probably rained fentanyl. Shut up, California. We're tired of you. You, you, you. You've always been wrong. That's why everybody leaves and comes here. And then they, California people are also a lot like, uh, you know, when, uh, uh, when Mexican people cross the border and come over here and then go to a game, a soccer game or a baseball game and wave the Mexican flag. I'm like, no, 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 no. You, you left for a reason. There, there's, you shouldn't be that proud of it. You can support the team and stuff, but let's not wave the flag. You, 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 you swam here, crawled here, ran here, sweat through, you sewed yourself into a seat here because you didn't want to be in that cesspool anymore. California's the same way. You talk to Californians who live here, and they roll their eyes, but, oh, well, it's so Arizona. And I'm like, hey, dickhead, you moved here because your state sucks so Go back. Bad. So Thanks for the zone, California. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that thing you brought along that's downtown, yeah, that's kind of your deal. Oh, Arizona. Yeah. I, I quit smelling your own farts and, act, and realize that you had to leave that dump because it sucks there. Oh, the California extreme wetness. Nobody complains about that. It would be like the people in Rio Salado going, our taps haven't worked since January. And now they're working too well. We've got too much water. <laughs> Shut up. You didn't have any for four months. There's no such thing as too much water if you haven't had any for almost half My a year. My well is overflowing. And now I've got water that's just everywhere. Remember when I had none oh, two days ago? Now I've got tons of it, and I'm complaining about that too. Could we have some of it? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's ours. We're also going to keep draining the Colorado River. Yeah, they couldn't. They couldn't find a way to just go. Well, this is great. This is great. We're going to be quiet and enjoy this for a second. We've got a lot of water right now. I don't hear Nevada complaining. Lake Mead's getting a nice pounding. And up there, everything I saw in the news was man. We're happy about do that. Do we need this? Yeah, the Italians are oh. quiet. Everything's good. Dancing in the streets. Vegas seemed pretty happy. Barrel cover. I didn't see them Go bitching fresh. and crying about more. They're like more snowpack means more uh, relief from the drought. I'm like, well, there you go. That's science. Uh, by the way, Brady handed me this. It's 27 years ago today that ta- uh, Tommy and Pamela Lee sued Penthouse for $10 million to stop the magazine from marketing the uh, the home video. So it was uh, 28 years ago that the video was made. 28 years ago. Man. That video is 28 years old. I still remember watching that in my friend uh, Joe Roger's basement. It was uh, 1990. It had to be 97. 95, actually. It was 95. Uh, original like copy early, did someone buy it or somebody found uh one of the guys a that link or we all hung out in joe's basement and then someone showed up with it who wasn't a normal like there was about eight of us regulars it was like cheers and then every once in a while there'd be some some people who would show up knowing about joe's basement and 
Like he came by with the tape, and it looked like a regular VHS tape. And we popped it in there, and we watched a little bit of it. I just remember thinking, it's long, but it's skinny. Is that what women want? Because I've got neither. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know, I'm just not, it was in, I, I couldn't compare myself. That was how amazing that video was. We finally got to see Pam Anderson in action, and we were, we were all staring at that wang. Tommy Lee was the star of the movie. Yeah, Twenty-eight and, years have passed since And the there. crazy part is the, the most memorable part is him honking the honking horn. Honking the horn. I mean, that's, right. it, it, I mean, that was impressive. Uh, absolutely. It, it wasn't like he had to do a lot of work. No. It was, like, for me, there would have been some gymnastics involved with honking a boat horn with yeah. my dork. And let's be honest, it mostly would have been a hip-thrusting kind of. <laughs> most of it would have been pelvic. A very little of it would have been penis. It'd be great that someone finally comes out like, I was the dude that had the boat rented after them. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, and you find it. that out three years later <laughs> yeah. when you see the video. Hey, whoa, 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 we were on that boat. When was this taped? And then they see the little timestamp on the bottom. Okay. Uh, honey, come here. We, uh, remember when the kids and I ate ice cream off of that thing because we were laughing, but we dropped our ice cream on the steering wheel? Yeah, look what, look what was going on six days prior. Wasn't it up at Havasu? Weren't they up at Have a lake? Have or... Uh, but they were here. It was Lake Mead. Or might Powell. have been Lake Mead. Or Powell. Or One of them. might have yeah. been. Yeah. You're right. Was it a boat rental? The kids are like, Wee! Look, Daddy! I, I spilled my ice cream all over the steering wheel. Oh, that's adorable. I'm sure it was disinfected. Timmy, honk the horn. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever honked it before. Use your face, Timmy. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> I found this video of Tommy and Pamela. Like, that boat looks familiar. Yeah, you don't think about the poor aftermath people. Honey, my face is covered in bumps. I don't know what this is. Are you having an affair? No, I, I, I've got herpes and warts and everything smells like Vince Neal. I, what's going on? Our you daughter got... slipped on the front of the boat. <laughs> Motley Crue herpes. Yeah, the floor is <laughs> real slippery. Every time it gets wet, it gets this viscous feeling. She had tapes left and right. That was the only one that got released, though, because yeah. she did one with uh, Brett Michaels, too, that was out there for a minute. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. It well, never that really after, got though, released. Right? That was after. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm saying she just had all these yeah. these tapes that were coming out. Well, I remember uh, Vince Neal had the one where he tried to counter with uh, Janine Lundemiller, the porn star. Oh, yeah. And it was nowhere near as impressive, and nobody wanted to see Vince Neal doing no. that. It was in a cave, too. I don't know where the hell they were. And then she went on. That was so bad that she went on to just do girl-on-girl porn. Like, I, I, I've, I've been with Vince Neil. I'm done with that. Maybe he was singing in her ear or something. He's like, oh! <laughs> oh, God, stop singing. <laughs> oh, God. Well, the boat's nice. It's clearly been bleached. You can smell that. That's a... Seems to be bleach everywhere. <laughs> 28 years ago. That's crazy. How about that? Don Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98 KUPD. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. All right. Now it's time to just get right to it. We're going to try this again. Uh-oh. 
Kevin Durant, welcome to the Suns. Uh, there we go. There we go. There we go again. In your voice, well, it was very excited a while ago. Now it's just like, all right, Kevin, just keep it together. It's like when you break a vase inside the house and try to tape it back together, and mom and dad don't notice. You just you just wait for the next person to touch it so it crumbles. Uh, Kevin Durant is our fragile vase. My fingers are crossed that he gets through the warm ups tonight. And then last night I watched Monty Williams give a. Uh, presser, he's like, you know, we're just going to assess it as the day goes, and I'm like, he's not, there's, he's not playing tomorrow. There's no way assess this, assess that. They're so scared to use him. He's the Ferrari from Ferris Bueller right now. He's just parked in a garage, and eh, eh, boy, I know that thing could perform, but let's let's not take it out on the road. There's other cars, and uh, just might bang into it. I'm not doing it. No miles on Kevin. <laughs> Trying to reverse some of the mileage. Yeah, they got him. They got him up on blocks, spinning it backwards. Yeah, I. I it's Kevin Durant Day, everybody. Hooray. I wonder if that kid's going to be there wiping up the floor again. Yeah, oh, uh, that <laughs> poor bastard. I wonder if he's had to... I wonder if Kevin is just t- t- paying for his psychological treatment because there's no way the kid that missed the wet spot on the floor, he had to be fired immediately. They said that I was told that the, there was a kid that uses those weird little circle brooms that started sobbing when he realized Kevin was hurt. And I'm like, it was a boy, a, a ball boy down there that was crying. Yeah. I, I <laughs> One of the kids was crying. Spot. Yeah, he was so sad. He's so. the Bartman of uh, the yeah. Phoenix Suns. Yeah, but he's not, he hasn't been named, which is lucky. But I don't think he slipped. I think he just little weird little body just broke. So the taped together, fragile Kevin Durant tonight. And I know when he's out there, I'm going to be losing my mind. I'm going to the game. I've got all, I'm going to be excited. But I just got my fingers crossed. I, I still had those. Th- I had. Now, here's the thing. Remember, I told you a long time ago when they first debuted in Charlotte. Uh, my, my thought was I had those three dreams. Three nights in a row, I had three dreams of Kevin just crumbling under the basket and just holding his leg. And I thought, oh, no. And it was on the, the floor in Charlotte. I recognized the floor, but it was the blue one. And then so the night that they debuted, they went with the black Buzz City floor. And I'm like, that's not the same floor. We're good. Then later he crumbled. And every, and I, my text blew up, this is your fault for your stupid dreams. I'm like, well, you can blame me all you want. My dreams don't. If my dreams always came true, trust me, I wouldn't be sitting in a room with Brady and Brett every day. <laughs> it would be the Margot Robbie and John Holmberg show, and it would be the Margot Robbie show because I would be allowed to be under the desk the entire morning. That's Dream what, guru? That's what my dreams coming true look like to me. The Margot Robbie Cunnilingus mornings uh, with John Holmberg, unheard. I'd be a mime down there. I'd be the quietest man in the world. That's what my dreams coming true look like. Why did all my bad dreams come true? So, But I did have three of them. So does that mean that we're going to watch him crumble three times if my dreams do come true? Because if he does it again tonight... Uh, can we bubble wrap Kevin Durant? This is... He needs to call Travolta and learn how to be the boy in the bubble. <laughs> right. I'm just going to go out there and play. Nobody can touch me, all right? <laughs> Don't touch my hair, my skin, my shoulders, my chest, my hips, my knees, and my feet. There's a mini tent on the sideline, on the bench. <laughs> Get yeah. in there. Hey, ref, I don't know what you're looking at over here, but this guy's standing in front of me. He's breathing on me on that line. I'm just trying to knock me down. <laughs> all right, quit breathing on Kevin. He's fragile. Thank you. God, finally someone's on my team. But... We'll see. Does it? Uh-huh. Is there any reason to get excited right now? It was so... I, I've falsely done this to myself two times. 
super excited about getting here. I'm like, yes. I know he's if he scratches no. tonight. Oh, if he scratches again tonight, there's going to be a riot. A one-man riot in section 103. Me. Coach, I ain't feeling it. Yeah. You know what? My ankle's still a little achy. Get your alien ass out there. People pay good money for this. We just got yeah. hit with playoff tickets. Get your skinny. You're the only seven-foot black guy in the world I'm not afraid of. Get your skinny ass out there. If you wanted to fight me, I know I would beat you in a second just by tapping your knee or ankle. You crumble like a house of cards. Sweep the leg. Yeah, sweep it. Sweep his gigantic toothpick leg. Look, chopsticks, run back and forth for a few minutes and at least give these people a second or two of a show. I feel most sorry for the people who scalped all those tickets last time. The tickets around me were going for like thirteen and fourteen hundred dollars. Just a seat. One Took dude spent twenty seven hundred dollars. To watch him not make it through warm-ups. I don't care if your legs... But you saw that, that dude yesterday in Brett's video, or Brett was your video. <laughs> yeah, the parkour. The guy, no, the other one, the walking across the freeway, oh, his leg yeah, just fell off. But he was coming. That was Brett. Yeah. He was walking. At least dude got up and walked for a minute. Kevin Durant, you owe us that. I don't care if your leg falls off tonight. Tape it up. Put a little liquid concrete on the edges. And walk at least walk off. Pay top dollar for this kind of stuff to watch you owie yourself out of the game. I need to be there for tonight's uh, pregame pep talk. <laughs> All right, Minnesota's tough. And, and the worst part is, is they've got big players. I think Carl Anthony Towns is playing. That dude's a monster. You wonder if that's the other team's game plan to just go right at Durant, just bang just into knock him, on him, you knock got, him on his ass. Two two centers on your bench and one on the floor. You got eighteen fouls. Just beat the tar out of them. That's what I would do if I was the other. If I was the opposition and I had a little physical uh, presence to me, I would beat the crap out of that guy. That's Kevin Durant day. So good luck, everyone. Uh, expectations are very low, although. Already, the H&H Ranch, Wintermeyer tells me yesterday, he goes, we're going to the game. We're going to go to Kevin Durant's big uh, debut. And I'm like, all right. I would have been excited about that if I, if I bought into it anymore. And, uh, and I think he was at, and I'm like, if you want to come by the H&H Ranch before, um, you're more than welcome. We'll get a little pregame going. Like we did last time Kevin Durant was supposed to play. And my buddy Mark's going. He's bringing a couple people from his work. And so there's going to be people at the H&H Ranch pregaming like it's a playoff game. Only to get the exact same thing that happened last time. When you get a text right before we walk out of the place saying that Kevin Durant fell down and he'll never play again. That's when you just go back to the H&M yeah. train. Oh, we thought about it. This. We actually, well, we were walking out and I'm like, this isn't, we thought it was a joke. We're like, this isn't real. People are messing with us. You can't just, you can't hurt yourself during warm-ups to the point where you don't play. For three weeks. Anyway, I was happy. Now I'm just, I'm tempering expectations. Fragile alien. Those things coming off the ship at the end of Close Encounters had more meat on their bones than him. <laughs> it was him. Kevin Durant not starting. At least introduce him. At least get Vince Murata to introduce him. Wheel his ass out there like Ted Williams at the All-Star game a few years ago. Something. <laughs> Give us a taste of him. I'm tired of looking at him dressed as a longshoreman on the sidelines at every game. What's with the hat? You're bald. We know it. You wear your little ski cap on the side, you're covering nothing. I'm angry at Kevin Durant. He's so goddamn good, and he doesn't want to show anybody. He's shy. But uh, we'll be there tonight. Good luck.
sons. That's it. Kevin Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The 98 KUPD. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And then, of course, the shooting thing. I've gotten so many. By the way, uh, cops, you don't have to email me and thank me for saying I like cops. I, stop it. it again, like I, I said something good about police yesterday because of that video that was released, the body cam footage of what went on in Nashville. It was amazing. I, I still stand by the fact that the training showed uh, in every aspect. I'm not sure there was a misstep along the way. The training was unbelievable. The video showed that these guys are top to bottom, incredibly well-trained and executed at a perfect level. And we need to tip our caps when that happens, even if we're mad at cops. I don't need to hear from you guys saying thank you, thank you, thank you. It just depresses me that that when someone does say something nice about you, you guys melt. Uh, it just means not, not enough people are doing it. Uh, but I've gotten tons of emails from police officers saying, I heard what you said yesterday. We played it at our meeting. We you know, have little get-togethers or whatever with other cops. And they played what we were talking about yesterday, saying the police are good. And again, it's like being California. I know you have an agenda and you hate the police, but sometimes you have to look and take the loss and say, that was perfect. This is what we're looking for. And at least acknowledge great, even when it's something you don't like. I used to have to say sometimes, Tom Brady's great. I hated him. I hated him. I never wanted a good thing to happen to that guy. But sometimes you have to just sit back and go, great is great. And as much as I hate that, there you go. That's pretty awesome. The Cardinals winning the World Series a few years ago as a Cub fan. Sit back and go, that was a hell of a run. you got to tip your cap to it sometimes, as much as you hate it. you got to do it to the cops. i got so many emails. And, of course, like we were talking about yesterday, too, that entire situation in Nashville has now changed into transphobes versus uh, Christians. And there's there's memes going around like crazy that are, you know, uh, don't hate trans. There was one lady yesterday who had one that came out that said, look, School shootings are bad. We know that. But misgendering someone doesn't help. And I'm like, it's not the point. This has nothing to do with the alphabet people's agenda. Uh, nothing at all. You can't put your hooks in this and get mad. if, Even if it's Don Lemon, who I don't like. If it's Alex Jones, who I don't like. If it's anybody on the news who I'm like, okay, this person, I like to watch them screw up. If they misgender the shooter, I don't care. So long as they say shooter and their name doesn't identify as that i can't believe don lemon didn't say they i can because it doesn't matter anymore i love the pretty much lost their rights after what they did when the second you start shooting people up i don't care about offending you anymore yeah i don't care if i've offended you or and again like i said yesterday the trans community why do you want this one in your mix you should want to call this one names you should want to dismiss yourself from it's not a member of your community that makes it so your community's aching when everybody says they or her or him or transgender instead of transsexual instead of tra- we don't know and it doesn't matter. You should not be wrapping your arms around this at all and you certainly shouldn't be watching the news for proper pronouns right now. How about uh, we just call someone who does this, we identify them as a f- stick and that's all they'll ever be known as. This particular f- Stick shot up a bunch of people, so this stick got shot too. Best meme going right now is a picture of that dead person. Oh, yeah. With the word was, were over their heads. Like, there's your pronouns, assholes. That's my favorite one. 
A close second. This is what happens when women try to participate in a men's activity. All right, that was it's, it's a little too soon. Over the line, little too soon. Got to let let you know. But I did giggle. Still enjoyed it. But I did. but again, that's me doing exactly what I say not to do, which is kind of politicizing the whole thing and making it. It's not about trans anything. Although I do have to admit that that made me laugh. I'm like, God damn it, that was funny. Too soon. I, I don't have a too soon button. You can hit me pretty much right over the head immediately, and I'm like, oof. I know how the city and the world will feel about this, but to me, that's... The only thing quicker, the internet. Yeah, the internet The internet has zero too soon buttons. There, It's the, let's get it out quick. But yeah, the the, the was were is my favorite one right now. Because watching people get mad about pronouns when it comes to this, as if that's, as if, well, we still have to respect the fact that this this person is a member of our community. No, you no. don't. Chat GPT sent me laughing emojis. Sent it, forwarded that meme over to him to see the reaction. <laughs> to see what Chat GPT yeah. would do. It has a sense of humor about some dark stuff. Chat GPT is fairly dark. <laughs> yeah, I told uh, one of the salespeople downstairs. Evidently, our salespeople have to go and read books now. They're being told to read books. Do what? Yeah, it's hilarious. I found that out yesterday. Who moved my cheese again? Kind of. Okay. Well, yeah, which I. It's like big books about. How to be a bit better them? They, they must, something must be going on, and they all have to read a book and then talk about it. And uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, true. if this was me, I'd just go to ChatGPT and say, "Give me a quick book report on." And then I wrote the name of the book they have to read, and I did it. <laughs> it's outrageously Gold. good, and I'm like, oh my god! I wish I was in school now. Wait a we, minute, they got to do a book report? Yeah, no, yeah. we're all armed. Oh, it's we're, easy. Yeah, we're all oh. armed with the same brain now. There's nobody smarter than anyone else. Uh, there's instinctually smarter, but for the most part, within a few seconds, I can know everything you know, thanks to my phone. ChatGPT now makes it so I can articulate the things I didn't know about a second ago as if I did know about it. And that's what I said. Just read your, just give me 10 points about the book called, you know. 22 Immutable Laws yeah. of Marketing. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's take a look. And what I learned from this was, <laughs> hold on a second, I dropped something. People need uh, the human touch. Oh, that's excellent. I'm glad you got that. Idea. Yes, I did. All by myself, by the way. But ChatGPT wrote an entire, like, book report banked on this book that and i'm like you don't have to read this we were laughing i'm like this is what i would have done problem and is I, now they're all going to show up at the same book report it changes, it changes. oh it does so i did it a yep. second time and it's a different report oh that's what's gold. so brilliant about chat gpt know what you got to be and this will prove whether or not anybody actually read it uh, management and stuff because that's who you're reporting back to that i might throw in a thing that didn't exist in the book just in case just to see if the manager's like, interesting, interesting point, interesting. Uh-huh. You didn't read it either. I read that book 15 years ago. Right. Yeah, they don't know. They're, look, they're justifying their jobs by making you dance a little bit. That's all. Anybody in a Zoom screen from another city is basically a marionette or, you know, the, the, has a, you're, you're, the, you're the monkey with the uh, accordion or the cymbals. And every time he plays Lady of Spain, you have to dance. So that's basically what any – just a lesson to all the kids out there. If you've got a Zoom meeting with somebody from another city, it's basically Geppetto. 
He's working the puppets. It's all he's doing. At least have scrolling like a stock market. Just right. say retainer on retainer. <laughs> on retainer. On... This guy's getting $12,000 for four Zoom meetings this month. Trust me. He doesn't care if you read that worth book. Worth it. Worth right. it. In the end, if you came in and said, didn't read it, give me an F. I was out selling. I was out doing my job instead of reading the books. I didn't realize I was in eighth grade. I would be the worst employee in the world if I had a regular job. The <laughs> worst. All right, everybody, you're going to not, we need you to get out there and sell, but here's what you need to do. Take this book that's going to take a couple hours out of your day and read it. <laughs> Sir, I have the attention span of a gnat. I can't read anything that's longer than an article on TMZ. You want to whittle this down for me so I can get back to work? If I was hitting my numbers, no way I'm reading that book. I'm going to go, guys, I'm knocking it out of the yard. That's frustrating. I am not reading this book. Well, you've got to read the book. Everyone did. Like, no, the losers had to read the book. That's why we're in this. I get stuck in here as if we're all equal, but clearly I'm crushing right now. <laughs> you realize I've got the FanDuel account, right? I'm, there, it, it isn't going away. Gambling just hit a $600 million knob in three months here. Uh, I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> I'm good. My commissions are strong. So you read the book and go F yourself. I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go buy things. I've got a ton of extra money now for being so good at this. Yeah, it's crazy. Ridiculous make us read books. They tried that at The Zone that time. My friend Colin taught me that at age 25. We're going to have everybody here read Who Moved My Cheese? Because I know a lot of you are struggling with the new management, and your jobs have moved, maybe even your offices. And Colin chucked that book back at the guy. You moved my cheese. I don't need to know who did it. You did it. Now tell me where my cheese is so I can do my goddamn job. And then everyone threw the book at him, and the guy left the room. Oh. Uh. There's been a revolt inside. I didn't expect that. A bunch of dicks. Came back in and said, I understand your frustration. We're going we're gonna to rethink this entire operation. At least the seven of us in the room, because they were doing it seven or eight people at a time, didn't have to read who moved my cheese. Because we knew who moved it. That dude, the dude that's saying I moved your cheese, moved my cheese. If you give me a book that says who moved my cheese, because you know my stuff's missing, you moved it. If you're in sales, you're reading a book or two. If you're in sales... If you're in sales, part of training. Okay, it, training's different than sitting and having done this for years. If you're in sales, you're a D student, and you're afraid all the time. It's a work, my friend. It's, it's a work for a D student. Oh, yeah. there's no question. But you're not reading that book because D students don't read. D students cut corners. If I got a book, it's over to Barnes and Noble at the time and get the idiot guide to this book. <laughs> yeah, the cliff exactly. notes. Yeah. That's what ChatGPT is now. There's no way they know that the salespeople downstairs if they were a students who read books when they were supposed to they wouldn't be salespeople. they'd be managers they were d students you didn't ever read a book in school brady ever you were a sales guy you were so qualified for sales it was ridiculous because what do you need to do when you're a salesperson learn to bull your way around everything Have you read this book adapt and overcome sure. Heck yeah i've read that book it's a great book i really enjoyed it yeah did you have a favorite part just the subtle nuance that he uses every time he talks about technique. That's what bull sounds like. That's what made me so upset at Braun Braun when he was asked about the book. The, well, the worst thing Braun Braun did. You don't know how to answer the, the question. Worst thing you can't, yeah, Braun Braun's no good at bull. He's just an idiot. Braun Braun <laughs> held that book and told everybody how much he liked it. And then if you looked as he opened it up, it had never been opened up past page seven. Like you could tell how stiff it was and he had it. And he held up where he was in the book. It was maybe page seven. And he was talking about Malcolm X because I remember the book like, 
I learned everything I need to know after seven pages. He was trying to bull. He was bad at it. Oh, I died laughing at that. But ChatGPT, kids, you'll never have to do a report again. All I wrote was 10 bullet points about, and I can't remember the name of the book. That's how good I am at it. Uh, 10 bullet points about this, and I just held it up. You might even learn more on the ChatGPT essay than you would Oh, you would for sure, because it's it's like watching baseball highlights. You don't need to see the whole game. I know, hey, this guy hit a home run, got two doubles, that one two for three, pitcher struck out seven. I know all the details of it, and I got it in two minutes. And here's the other thing. The person asking to read the book did the same thing. ChatGPT graders are the same as the ones doing the papers. It's changed the game. Read a book. You don't think Tripp and Susan are reading those books? No. <laughs> Tripp probably don't even know about this. <laughs> We're making them read now? <laughs> Bold endeavor. Does Another it- good thing about sales, you don't have to read. You don't. You don't need to. <laughs> yeah, there's no Until reading. Now. There's very little math. Somebody else does the math. You just show up with a paper that says they want to spend this. And then the accounting department <laughs> takes over. The real smart people. Here. Yeah. You want to make people read, go down and talk to Nikki Gray. She's smart. She does papers and numbers and, sp- and she's got spreadsheets and, and graphs. People and barely math. fill out that three line contract that says, name of client, Dave's Auto, <laughs> amount of money, lots. <laughs> Time, yes. <laughs> Idiots. I can fill out a... I can, they act like they're writing contracts like they're lawyers. They fill out three lines. It's all pre-written. Salespeople. <laughs> Reading books. Stupid. You never read one of the books. That, if they had to do training books, you never read one. I guarantee you never read one. We went over it. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> you, you, got, you got the phone book-sized book, and you're like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm going to talk to a mentor. That's what they're for. People who actually read the books will tell you what you need to know. Silly. I remember the authors, Reese and Trout. I don't know what that Oh, is that the, the sales thing? Did yeah. Help you out with that? Read a book. You're a grown-up. We're going to make you all read books, and then we're going to make sure you read the books. Chat GPT your way through life. I don't know. This is why I say embrace this thing. I'm not afraid of AI. It's going to help me get out of so many pickles. It's ridiculous. Embrace it. Embrace it. Your boss gives you an assignment. It's already done. You just have to type in the right thing to GPT. It'll fire it right back to you. It's brilliant. It's the best thing that's ever been invented, and we we got to embrace it. We're going to want to fight it because it will eventually start building bombs against us, but... I'm going to be on GPT's side. I've already claimed my allegiance to it. Screw humanity. I'll be dead by then. I don't care. No, you won't. No, <laughs> it might be December, Brett. <laughs> the way it's going. Might be done then too. Yeah, yeah, it could be. We might lose you before that. You never know. Brett's, Brett's living his life like Tony Soprano. Any day now, somebody could bust into that that, uh, that meat-cutting factory and blow If Journey you starts playing in the yeah. background, just, just leave the room. Yeah. You want Brett to leave a party? Put on Don't Stop Believing. He walks out. It's, it's a trigger. Uh, let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800 to celebrate Kevin Durant is back to, yay, said the village. Uh, you give it to us, we scream it. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.